Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us in the Weekly Standard is Steve Hayes. And Steve, people keep asking me all across Thanksgiving weekend, you know, how is Trump doing so well? Why is he at the top of the polls? And my answer is to point at President Obama standing in France and saying the number one problem in the world today is climate change and we're going to stick it to ISIS with solar panels. Isn't that kind of lack of seriousness from our president absolutely feeding the notion of, well, why not vote for Donald Trump? He can't be any more off the mark than this guy. Yeah, I mean, in, in, in sort of a, a paradoxical way, I, I think that is true. Um, I mean, I find it ironic that the people who are now calling themselves Trump supporters would point to President Obama's lack of seriousness and and decide to get behind a man who's manifested, you know, I would argue the same level of lack of seriousness, mm-hmm. uh, particularly over the past few days as he sort of flailed wildly to, to defend himself on his erroneous claim that there were thousands and thousands of Muslims celebrating the streets of New Jersey as the towers fell. Uh, and he saw it on TV. I mean, you know, this is a guy who's not serious. He's, he seems to have been embracing conspiracy theories now about those attacks that that somehow all of the media are have these videotapes that show these muslims in the streets of jersey city celebrating and have decided to withhold them to get trump i mean he retweeted something to that effect the other day i mean this is now like in the territory of the, the completely unhinged well wait a minute well some of us would argue that with trump we've been in that ter- we've been driving that territory for a while we've it's been well plotted but this would be a fair my- point you know i mean you, michael i'm always i'm often accused of being overly generous to trump so this just <laughs> continues that tradition but here let me let me give you the what i think is watching this you know the trump side is trump is in the middle of a fight about how big the problem is inside Islam. And he is completely wrong about what happened in New Jersey. And I used to live, by the way, in Jersey City. But he is right that around the world there were Muslims celebrating the horror of 9-11, Osama bin Laden, hero to millions of Muslims, versus President Obama, whose conversations about what are we going to do about, you know, uh, hydrogen-powered batteries to make heat your home. He's so off the real subject that yes. Donald Trump is more than happy to have his cockamamie debate about the real problem instead of President Obama's somber debate about this side issue. I, I completely agree. I mean, uh, you know, this is where if Trump were, were wiser, he would say is, I misspoke about what I saw on 9-11. You're right that I didn't really see thousands of thousands of Muslims celebrating as the towers came down in Jersey City, and I saw it on TV. He would say, you know what, I saw people celebrating, and it bothers me. And if you look at the polling uh, in heavily Muslim countries around the world, the extent to which they support radical uh, Islam or, or forms of radical Islam is deeply troubling, and that's something that our current leadership hasn't taken seriously, and we need to have a debate about that. I think if Trump were to say something like that, you know, that, that's a very reasonable point. And then, and then obviously to point to the president who speaks in apocalyptic terms about the, the potential threat from global warming right. and downplays jihadist terror and has consistently for the past seven years, that's a strong argument to make. 
that's not the argument Trump is making. I mean, Trump make, made a very specific claim. Mm-hmm. In fact, it, it, it includes four different specific details. The only one of those details that happens to be true is that Muslims were celebrating 9-11. It, it wasn't Muslims in Jersey City. Sure. There weren't thousands and thousands of them. It wasn't when the towers fell. It wasn't apparently on television. All of the other particulars of his claim are false, but Trump, being Trump, has dug in right. on that specific claim and continues to defend it to the point of being hysterical now and 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 you know totally beyond uh the realm of rational discussion and i think Steve, that's the problem if he made the argument that you just suggested that's a pretty good argument he's yeah. not making that argument and steve what's interesting is uh, we've seen some uh polling or focus group i should say in which people say you know what Trump's followers, they're going to believe him no matter what. And he can come out tomorrow and say anything he wants, no matter how crazy, and they're, and they're going to stick with him. And, and a lot of folks on the left are you know mocking that and laughing at that. And my reply to them is, well, what about Hillary Clinton? Hillary Clinton who says, yeah. oh, sure, I took in $150 million from foreign governments, businesses, large corporations with interests before the government. Had no impact on me. And none of my emails were uh, you know were classified. Not Why not? It was one of them. And now we're up to 999 in counting and her followers go yeah okay sounds good to me how is she how are her followers any less impervious to falsehoods than donald trump's they're not and i think it's a very apt comparison i mean you look at the polling on on hillary clinton's honest and trustworthy numbers which have gotten a lot of attention over the past several months mostly because she's proven herself not honest and trustworthy she she routinely gets nearly a third of the american electorate that that says that they find her honest and trustworthy despite the fact that we have abundance uh, abundant evidence that she has been anything but i mean you know to to take a small example that i wrote about in last week's magazine during her benghazi hearing said that Sidney Blumenthal was not an advisor to her in any capacity, official or unofficial. And yet we, we literally have dozens and dozens of pages of email exchanges between the two in which Sidney Blumenthal is providing his advice, and she's soliciting his advice. No, 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 he so was just helping no, her, no, he was just helping her find Homeland on cable. She didn't know right. how to make her showtime. Right. He was just explaining HBO Go to the would-be f- leader of the free world. That's all, Steve. No, those were her less important advisors, actually. Sidney Blumenthal was the one providing, you know, super- intelligence on Libya in real time. And she was asking for more of it. So for her to say, I mean, it may not be the biggest lie, right. but let's be clear. It was a lie mm-hmm. when Hillary Clinton said, Sidney Blumenthal is not my advisor in an official or unofficial capacity. But here's here's the, the, the bigger point. And I think the, the comparison of Trump and Hillary is very apt in this respect. There is a sort of dog bites man quality to their dishonesty. I mean, Trump has now just said this repeat. said things that repeatedly that we just know facially aren't true, and I and, and that was an unintended pun. But look <laughs> at what he said about Carly Fiorina. Right. You know, he he said in 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 the profile that uh, he, he couldn't vote for somebody with that face. Clear reference to her face, mocking her looks. And when he was asked about it, he said he was talking about her persona. He said he wasn't mocking this New York Times reporter with right. a disability. He said before he mocked the, the reporter, you ought to see this guy. I mean, it's repeated Donald Trump falsehoods again and again. He said he had, had gotten close to Vladimir Putin. 
Putin because they'd appeared on 60 Minutes together. They appeared from different continents. <laughs> I mean, this is insanity. But they and it's shared a green room. That's what you understand. Different, co- different continents, but same green room. It happens often right. in TV. You, I got, I, look, you're just as bad as Hillary. You don't understand how this Hillary TV stuff works either. I got to ask you one last thing, and it ties in the news of this week, which is global warming. Uh, the president of the United States, we, Donald Trump has made some pretty bizarre claims about what can you do with 11 million illegal immigrants? How much money do you have to spend? You know, his tax plan. You know, people say, oh, my gosh, it's going to, you know, net lose a trillion dollars of revenue a year. And his his answer is, we'll just cut, cut, cut. The president of the United States, if I understand this correctly, Steve, is seriously proposing that we in Europe contribute $100 billion a year, every year, to developing companies to bribe them to not create the power grid they need to get a billion of their citizens out of poverty, get them clean water, get them electricity. $100 billion a year, a trillion cash dollars. Steve Hayes. How is telling the American people that in order to fight a third of a degree of global warming, we got to spend $100 billion a year any less crazy than Trump's craziest economic proposal? Yeah, it's not. I mean, it is it is complete insanity, but it's what we've come to expect from this president on these kinds of issues. You know, it's often the case that the left says, well, you know, those of you who are, are skeptical of, of global warming, of climate change, are anti-science. But look at what the president is proposing now. I mean, if you take just, just even if you believe that man contributes overall to gradual warming, his policy prescriptions are so totally out of whack with what's required, what's necessary. And, of course, they don't do, do nearly enough to take into consideration the contributions from China and India and the regular cheating that we see from other developed countries. I mean, this is, it's, it's typical of what we've ex- come to expect from the president who has, has proven himself, whether we're talking about climate change, whether we're talking about terror, whether right. we're talking about his antipathy toward Republicans and his critics back here, to be one of the most deeply ideological presidents in in recent history. And when people ask me, could Donald Trump be president, my answer to them is, if you have Hillary Clinton's trustworthiness tied to Barack Obama's crazy trillion-dollar expenditure radicalism, I could definitely see people going, you know what, of those options, give me the crazy guy with the bad hair who sees things. Steve Hayes, thanks so much for joining us for the podcast. I appreciate your time. You bet. Thanks, Michael. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard Podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.